Today, Glenda Lee Allen Vosser gives us an update on what's happening with crops in Alberta. Joining me now to talk about the Alberta Crop Report, crop statistician Ashan Shusterian. And Ashan, let's start by talking about the moisture that Alberta has seen and what kind of a difference it's made. Over the past 30 days, precipitation in Alberta mostly occurred in the upper half of the central region, in the northeast and northwest regions, and in the extreme southern parts of the Peace region. This led to moderately high to very high soil moisture in much of the northwest and northeast regions, with some areas in the northern parts of the northeast region having extremely high moisture. In contrast, Soil moisture reserves are moderately low to extremely low throughout much of the south region, as well as the southern and eastern parts of the central region. Soil moisture across much of the Peace region is very low, with a large area in the central Peace estimated to be near a 1 in 50 year low. Provincial surface soil moisture ratings are now rated as 10% poor, 25% fair, 54% good and 10% excellent with 1% excessive. Subsurface soil moisture ratings are estimated at 8% poor, 25% fair, 52% good and 14% excellent with 1% excessive. So what do we see happening as far as crop condition and development is concerned? Provincial crop growing conditions are now rated as 82% good to excellent compared to the 5-year average of 77% and 10-year average of 75%. Regionally, growing conditions across the province vary. The best rating is for the northwest region with 95% of crops in good or excellent condition. This was followed by the central and northeast regions where 89% of crops are rated as good or excellent. Ratings are the lowest in the south region at 70% good or excellent below the five-year average due to the lack of moisture. For the Peace region, growing condition ratings are slightly better than normal at 73% in good or excellent conditions, while some areas in the central Peace are under stress from the dry condition. Are there any issues that are impacting crops right now? As mentioned, variable precipitation over the past months resulted in variable soil moisture reserves, crop growing conditions, and pasture and tame hay conditions across the province. In the northeast-northwest region, as well as in most parts of the central region, warm temperatures and adequate moisture contributed to active growth for crops and forages. However, in southern parts of the central region, some counties still need moisture in order to maintain growth and prevent yield loss. Also, standing water is reported in some low-lying areas in the northwest region with some crops showing signs of excessive moisture. In the south region, moisture is needed for dry land fields as precipitation has been limited and hot temperatures have impacted forage yields and the growth of crops and pastures in most areas. In the Peace region, Temperatures were in mid to high 20 degrees Celsius range over the past week with high winds. These, along with small precipitation, have resulted in depleting soil moisture in some parts of the region, especially in the central part.
That's a look at Alberta's crop report for Golden West. I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler. On Friday, Minister of Indigenous Services Mark Miller announced investments of over $4 million in 16 projects that will help support Indigenous food systems initiatives. The money will provide equitable access to healthy food and increased participation of underrepresented groups in the agriculture and agri-food sector. Here's Chief Cadmus DeLorme of 4C Farms in Saskatchewan. Cows is First Nation. We are in the Treaty 4 territory in Saskatchewan, Canada. Cows has received $922,000. And with that, Cows is now able to move our 1,500-acre farm operation to 4,500-acres farm operation. We also currently oversee 150 Black Angus, and this investment is going to be able for us to increase our Angus production. Cows' First Nation, once we agreed to Treaty 4, we transitioned to a agriculture First Nation. Within the first 10 years, we were able to win crop competitions against our settler friends. We were able to win cattle competitions against our settler friends. We transitioned very well. When the pass system hit in 1885, it started to hinder us from our great progress. It started to create policy to to stop us from farming. And my ancestors continued to to work with this new life of agriculture that we were excited for. Uh, The residential school time did not help as well. By 1950, um, we were already starting to dwindle down as um, not great farmers. It wasn't for the fact that we didn't want to. It was by the fact that um, what we all inherited today, our prior policies and our past systems and the way Indigenous people, in this case, Cows' First Nation, was treated, um, there was almost a jealousy uh, of how successful we transitioned. And so around 1980, um, the last generation of our farmers on Cows' were starting to retire. By 2010, uh, the over 32,000 acres that Cows' has agriculture-ready was farmed by non-Cows' non-Indigenous farmers. And the socioeconomic spin-off was not affecting Cows' in a good way. In 2019, Cows' began to reassert our farming initiative. And it's grants like this that will invest in us to make sure that we're at that equal stage. The GDP spinoff that Cowsys plans to do in farming more and more acres in the um, seed production, the gas uh, sales, taking it to the pools, uh, we look forward to, to being that contributor. We want to be an agriculture leader in this country. First Nations are not. One of the things we have is we have the land readily available. We are now training our members to be farmers again. We look at this as a banned First Nation business, so that is why it's called 4C Farms. Our 4,300 citizens have many challenges today, but with our socioeconomic spinoff and our economic self-sustainability, 
this investment is going to help houses be that champion. And in years to come, we want to make sure that we can show our success story because when Cowses succeeds, Saskatchewan succeeds. And when we succeed, Canada succeeds. That was Chief Cadmus Delorum of 4C Farms in Saskatchewan, one of the recipients of funding that was announced last week. On Friday, Minister of Indigenous Services Mark Miller announced investment of over $4 million in 16 projects across the country that will help support Indigenous food systems initiatives. The projects announced through the Indigenous Agriculture and Food Systems Initiative and the Agri-Diversity Program build on previous federal support of $2.1 million. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to farmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.